This coverage is live and uncensored. So if you have any small children present, you may want to have them leave the room. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new edition of My Take Radio in 60. Of course, I'm your host, Rich. And this particular episode is going to focus on the Photo Plus Expo that I had the pleasure of attending last week. Now, unlike most expos, this one primarily focused on photography and also video as well as a bunch of accessories, including storage options and a couple of other things. So, Let's get right into the breakdown of what exactly we saw at the Photo Plus Expo. Of course, the heavy hitters were there. Nikon, Canon, Olympus, Samsung, and Sony had beautiful displays showing off some of their awesome cameras, especially the Nikon display and the Canon displays. They pretty much took up the larger portion of the front area of the Javits Center, and it was super packed. And the, the beauty of it was that for us especially, we try to look at the photography aspect of the site as something that really helps us tell all our stories. I mean, you guys can go on the site and read all the different articles, but photos bring everything together. And one of the things that we try to do is focus on giving you guys great photos, great videos with as minimal equipment as possible. I mean, right now we shoot our photos with a Sony A57, which um, initially I started with a Sony A55. It was my first SLR camera, and then we moved up to the A57. And the reasoning that I started to do that was that the interchangeable lenses gave us the opportunity to really showcase some very crisp and clear images, but also use those same lenses to give you guys um, really awesome video. I mean, that's one of the things that we've done with a lot of our unboxings and some of our walkthroughs. Those are usually shot with an A57 and a 50 millimeter lens, which um, has a 2.8 aperture, allowing for maximum um, really, really good light, especially in low light situations. So the pictures come out clear, there's less grain, and for me in particular, I mean, I, I saw the Canon booth and the Nikon booth, and they were fantastic, and they had beautiful cameras and tremendous offerings. Same thing with Olympus and also with some of the lens companies as well, including Tamron and Zeiss. But for me, as somebody who shoots exclusively with Sony products, I was really interested in seeing what offerings they had. So I want to talk about that a little bit before going into the rest of the show. Uh, Sony had 
not only their new full-frame cameras, which are the A7 and the A7R, but they also showcased some new things with the action cam. They had a music video camera as well. But what jumped out to me was a high-performance zoom camera called the RX-10. Now, the RX series is recognized for the RX100, the RX100 Mark II, but the RX10 jumped out to me primarily for a couple of reasons. Number one, this particular camera isn't an interchangeable lens camera. On the contrary, it actually has a lens that's from 24 to 200 millimeters, and it's a uh, 2.8 Carl Zeiss lens, which is extremely, extremely I really want to say it's a high-end lens because it allows you to shoot high-resolution video and still images, and especially in low-light situations. Now, this camera isn't like your regular cameras, like I said, like my SLR cameras, because this is, some people are calling it a super zoom. I'd like to say it's more so a high-end bridge camera. The 2.8 lens is very nice. It actually allows you to take... Uh, super clear video in, in low light situations. I played around with it and above all else it's one of the things that jumped out to me was the fact that I can do more with less in the sense that right now for the Photo Plus Expo we took um, our A57, two lenses, um, a flash that we mounted on, our Tascam DR40 recorder, which we were going to use to capture interviews, and a host of other things as well. Going with the RX10, um, like I said, I have 24 to 200 millimeter zoom, uh, 2.8, which is good for low lighting, no need to, to swap out lenses, plus it has a microphone in jack, a headphone in jack, and a regular uh, shoe mount versus... The proprietary shoe mount on the A57, which I can tell you guys is a huge pain in the ass because whenever I want to use other things, you got to have adapters and all this shit. Before you know it, my camera pretty much looks like Voltron with all these different things stuck on it in order to do things like video and conduct interviews. It's, it's very, very cumbersome. The RX10 is probably going to be the next camera I pick up because it captures not only all the zoom the zoom capabilities that I use, but it also has, um, you know, high sp for high speed photos when we cover wrestling events, you're able to capture, if I'm correct, it should be 10 frames per second, which is fine. And usually when we shoot stuff at House of Glory or any of the uh, take on Muay Thai fights or things of that nature, or even just any of my personal stuff, I like the capability of being able to shoot at a very, very quick frame rate. Uh, the A57 does 12 frames per second, which is nice. The the RX10 does 10, which is, again, no big deal. And like I said, less gear is something I'm really looking forward to. I was very, very impressed with Sony. They had a lot of great offerings. Also, they showcased some other accessories for their action cam series, which is actually the competitor for the GoPro and I know a lot of guys, they use the GoPro cameras and they love them because they're so durable. They take, you know, 1080p video, etc., etc. They wear them um, either chest mounted or helmet mounted. Some people put them on quadcopters, which is really nice. But the action cams actually impressed me because they had a lot of different 
accessories that really rounded it out and allowed Sony to compete in the portable camera or the action camera market. This brand new camera that they were showcasing, which is their new action cam, does 1080p video, which is nice. It also can do, you know, 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second. Plus, it has slow-mo, which is nice, and HD slow mode as well. Has built-in Wi-Fi, a couple of really nice capabilities, and it's priced it's priced pretty competitively. I mean, you can pick it up. Uh, the AS30V is probably already in stores, and it's going to run you about 300 bucks. But you can also get a lower-end model for $200 at, at any local Sony store. And again, I'm not really big on the action cam stuff because I'm not doing a lot of that stuff. I have contemplated, though, picking one up for unboxings uh, just because I don't have to set up a tripod or anything like that. I can mount the camera on my chest or maybe on my shoulder or even on the brim of a hat and do it that way and I think that that's gonna be one of the things that we're gonna be focusing on for doing unboxing videos you know GoPros cameras like that just because you don't gotta set anything up and the movement feels more natural you get more of a first-person view versus in our case we have to mount our SLR camera on a tripod stand behind it use a remote control to enable record it's 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 good but it can be better and that's one of the things that really jumped out with regards to the action cam lineup lastly the the crazy crazy thing that tripped me out for Sony was they have a QX uh, it's called a lens style camera now this is gonna sound insane but basically think of a regular camera lens and that camera lens is gonna have uh, two brackets which will allow you to actually mount the lens to your cell phone now this is how crazy it is you take a standard lens now you don't now before I get into it a little further don't think that their Sony the Sony lens is going over the lens of your mobile phone camera because it is not on the contrary what's happening is you're actually using your phone as the body for the camera which is really cool because yeah you can get good pictures with your cell phone camera but you're never gonna get anything on par to say an SLR or something like that I mean don't get me wrong the iPhone 5 and the 5s and the 5c have tremendous cameras I know a lot of people that shoot primarily with iPhones for most of their events but this particular camera when I first read about it I was like man this is some hokey shit because who's gonna walk around with a lens in their pocket but you know what I, I sat down with it for about half an hour while I was at the Photo Plus Expo and I really came away impressed now the pricing definitely is gonna turn you off but let's let's break it down a little bit basically there's two types you got the QX100 which is a higher priced model and then you have the QX10 now what they do is they utilize Wi-Fi to connect to your camera to your um to your phone or NFC now the way that they can be controlled is using the Sony Play Memories mobile app, which of course you can get for iOS or Android. Like I said, it connects wirelessly to your phone, and what it does is it converts the LCD screen into a into a viewfinder in real time. Plus, of course, it'll allow you the ability to release the shutter, start and stop movie recordings, and also do all the usual stuff. You know, zoom, autofocus, shooting mode, etc. But the cool thing is the NFC capabilities because a lot of phones now have NFC built in which you can just uh, touch the peripheral right to the phone and enable NFC. In my case, I'm, I use a uh, Samsung Note 3 that actually has NFC built in and I got to play around with it. The only thing that 
you know, was an issue was that the mounts that they had did not fit my incredibly large uh, Samsung Note 3. But if you have any smaller phones, you can definitely check it out. Now, the QX100 is, like I said, the higher end. It's a 20 megapixel uh, camera lens, which is identical to the RX100 uh, Mark II camera that I was talking about before, and it also has a car, you know, it's a Carl Zeiss lens with uh, 3.6 optical zoom, very, very nice. Of course, you get all the different shooting modes. The QX10, a little lower end, you're going to get an 18.2 megapixel sensor, and that actually has a 10x optical zoom, which again, you know, megapixels are something that everybody's like, oh my god, megapixels are, you know, serious business. It's really not. Megapixels are something that you start factoring in when you're going to start blowing up pictures really, really huge. Let's not kid ourselves. If you're taking selfies on Instagram or taking pictures of food or any of that shit, you know, 8 to 10 megapixels are fine. 18 or 20 is, you know, it, it's insane, and it's not something that you necessarily need, but some people, they swear by high megapixels giving them better pictures. One of, those th one of the things I learned at the Photo Plus Expo, and even as I started reading up and trying to learn more about photography, is that the you can have a $2000 camera or a $500 camera or a $100 camera and it all just boils down to taking the right pictures at the right moments like yes you have to learn certain aspects of photography and i recommend you guys especially those of you like myself that run websites or are trying to do event coverage for your you know whatever mediums you run to, to study up, learn a little bit about apertures, learn a little bit about ISOs, you know, higher ISO levels, things like that. Learn about bracketing and how to set up shots. That way it'll just allow you to get better pictures. I mean, I know a lot of guys that cover New York Comic Con and they said that they probably took the most pictures that they've ever taken in one year at New York Comic Con because you're not only shooting all the cosplayers and trying to get great pictures of them and uh, helping them look good in all their photos, but you're also trying to get pictures of all the different exhibits, all the different celebrities. So, I mean... An item like this, like the QX10 or QX100, you're probably going to look at it and you're like, ah, oh, this is, you know, this is some hokey shit. But think about this. Think about one person walking the show floor with whatever camera you're shooting with. And you attach this lens to your iPhone or your Android device and you're just walking around getting the same high quality photos. And not only that, those photos are going straight to your camera they're high quality, I mean, they're going straight to your phone, they're high quality, and you're able to send them to places like Instagram, or you can put them on Flickr, on the go, you can upload them to your site real quick, or your Tumblr blogs, and they're higher quality photos that just look nicer. Now, the only thing that's probably going to turn off a lot of you guys is the fact that the pricing, the QX100, which is the higher end lens with the 20.2 megapixel sensor is going to run you about $500. The QX10 is going to be 250 Now, of course, they're going to have a ton of accessories and stuff. A lot of people are saying that, you know, with Sony's Xperia Z, you can use that phone exclusively. But I saw a lot of people attach these lenses to their iPhones, uh, to various Android phones, and they worked extremely, extremely well. Of course, Sony would love for you to pick up their Xperia cameras, I mean, they're Xperia phones, but 
using this with any of the other phones that you have would probably lead to some great photos and one thing that I didn't know about was the fact that you can actually use the lens without attaching it to the camera so say you can have somebody actually hold the lens and then you can just control it with your camera so if you want to take a really high-end high-resolution selfie for Instagram you know if that's the kind of shit you're into you can actually hold the lens in your hand and then just enable uh, the shutter with your phone and you can just have your phone on a table somewhere and enable it that way I was really really impressed with this like I said when I first saw it I felt that this was hokey bullshit that really wasn't gonna work the way it was intended but I came away super super impressed but the thing that gets me is that nobody nobody thought about this this is something that I really gotta commend Sony on for being extremely original with it and giving people another way to just take high quality pictures I really really like the way that it was set up and I may actually pick up a QX10 if possible I mean it, it's 250 bucks I of course you have your high-end DSLR but if you're picking up a regular point and shoot you're spending between a hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars anyway so this little lens may actually have purpose now we're gonna do a write-up about it for the site and you guys can check out the pictures and see the stuff that we're talking about but I recommend you head over to Sony's website and really see it in action because it's one of those things where I couldn't really take video of it uh, they were a little sketchy about that at the Photo Plus Expo but I did take a lot of photos and I'm gonna be sharing those in my write-up alright so like I said Sony kicked a lot of ass they had a lot of really cool stuff I wandered over to our friends at Samsung of course Samsung is really looking to expand their galaxy brand and they're they're slapping it on everything tablets phones of course and cameras now of course a couple of months back they showed the samsung galaxy camera which you can add a mobile data plan to and take photos it runs on android and it, it was a very good camera i believe it was 20 megapixel very very nice but the camera that really got my attention was one that was announced not too long ago which is actually their Galaxy NX camera now the now Samsung's NX series of cameras are a series of cameras that allow you to use interchangeable lenses now think about this an interchangeable lens camera that not only is obviously capable of using various lenses but actually runs on Android and this was one of those things where I had to really see it in action to see if it was something worth discussing and I really walked away with um, very very positive feelings about the camera because you're looking at it and you're saying to yourself yeah but why do I need Android running on the camera well couple of things first running Android on the camera allows you to use all those crazy photo apps that you like to use whether it's Snapseed, um, Instagram, uh, Flickr, the regular Samsung Galaxy mode, I mean the uh, Galaxy Gallery and all this other stuff. It was it was incredibly I really wanted to say it was incredibly impressive the way that they put it together. I mean it's a huge beautiful screen on the back and has, you know, 3G, 4G and Wi-Fi and it allows you to post straight to Facebook to Twitter to YouTube Instagram any social media plus of course you can use all the other Android camera apps that are out there now 
at first glance when you see it, it's a it's a pretty large camera. Like I said, it's interchangeable lens. Looks very similar to your regular run-of-the-mill SLR, but again, very impressive. It actually has the story album feature that's available in the Note 3 and the Galaxy S4. Basically, the story album, which is a really cool piece of tech, allows you to take photos from an event and actually create a photo album that you can print. So let's say you go on vacation and you go to Disney World and you want to take all the photos from Disney World. And sure, you can throw them on your computer, throw them on Facebook, but maybe you want to give them to a family member. Well, you can take the story album, set it up, and then have it created. Samsung sends it to you, and it's just a beautiful digital photo book, which, um, again,